Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, oh. in the words of Frank Ocean, I'm f- lost. Oh, lost. God. <laughs> no. <You're> lost. <laughs> I was going to start singing, we're back together. <laughs> That's better. And then you're like, I'm lost. Oh, I mean, this no. is great, isn't it? We're not aligned. We're we, not aligned. Well, we always are. And it's lovely to be back together again. Um, I just, I miss you. I feel like I've not seen oh, you for ages. I Although I know. you're jetting off. Are you going away for half term? I am. Where I'm going to, to Abu Dhabi. Oh, love Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. And then I actually just booked yesterday a trip to Marrakesh for the weekend with no kids. <gasps> Who are you going with, Jimbo or your lover? No, 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 not Jimbo. My, yeah, my lover. I'm going with my lover. Everyone keep it quiet. Um, <laughs> and no, just with friends. Yeah. How Marrakesh is yeah. incredible. I went there I've on a Hindu. Been. Never been. It's wonderful. There are some incredible things to do. Um, we stayed in like, I think it's called Riyadh, which is like a really cool like t- townhouse in the middle of Marrakesh. Ooh, so nice. it's, it's, it's amazing because it's like hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle. You turn a corner, there's a beautiful door and then you open it and it's sort of opens up into some sort of magical mythical world so you just you you can't imagine that there could be this incredible house in the middle of the city which is it's like an oasis wow i mean everywhere really can't wait i really can't wait and the shopping oh yeah i I, all the baskets and all the rugs and i mean god what am i going to bring back with me well i became like a spice connoisseur and i was (laughs) they were like cumin i was like yeah i love it you know then there's like i came back bloody buying spices (laughs) exactly (laughs) i just got completely like bamboo by the smells I was like yeah sure I do loads of cooking oh, yeah. that, oh god okay that might be dangerous for me maybe I won't go out <laughs> maybe I just stay in anyway how are you how was your holiday we haven't we haven't caught up since then oh yes I had a holiday well as you can hear I've come back with some sort of awful cough and cold thing um, no do you know what we had such a blast we, we we went for three nights four days I updated on um, Instagram, kind of the things that we did, but a lot of our mates, kind of one cu- one couple flew in from Mallorca, uh, another couple flew in from Stockholm. So like people just came in from around the place, oh. and then we just congregated, had some really long boozy lunch. Does that give you a hangover? Because I heard that no. it doesn't. So oh. listen to this. This is this stuff. This is this fancy tequila which I've never had before, which you can get from Harvey Nicks, which is. I mean, it's ridiculously expensive, but someone else was paying. So I was like, sure, I'll have another glass. Yeah, and you can drink it with orange in it. And it's it's really clean. So there's no hangover afterwards. And it also gives you a bit of a buzz. So you sort of feel like you're on an upper. It's really fun. Ooh. 
Mm. She drank a lot of that. Popped into Pasha, went for a bit of a dance on one leg. Of course, I did. did. I was really upset because when I got there, we were sort of a bit out of season. So I was like, oh, this is amazing because things are less expensive and the restaurants weren't as busy. But then, obviously, my favorite thing to do in the entire world is go dancing and then none of the clubs were open but then oh. as we drove past Pasha on Thursday I was like oh my god it's so it's opening so we went and we had a proper boogie popped oh in to god. get cigarettes and two hours later we were still there trying to work <laughs> the fag machine <laughs> I love that I really love that and actually yeah. do you know what it kind of leads us on quite nicely to the topic we're going to be talking about today because you obviously got to go away and just be Zoe and Dozza this yeah. weekend yeah. and not mum and dad and <sighs> how, did I have to. Did you miss the kids? So I think I think it's important to say that obviously I did miss them and I felt a pang, but generally overall I didn't miss them mm. because it was only three nights. I knew that they were being really loved and looked after and cared for. We were speaking to them on Facetime a lot, and I just I think it's really important. I spent I don't know about you, George, but I spent the first couple of years of my parenting journey feeling guilty every time I left them feeling really worried yeah. about them and really concerned and I shouldn't have gone all this stuff and actually I didn't really enjoy the time that I had away from them so this yeah. trip I thought do you know what go and have just some fun let exactly. your hair down and actually enjoy being in the moment with your mates and that's what I did um yeah. and I really felt like me again oh I love that yeah and you know what, what you? as well do you feel guilty when you leave the kids I have to be honest no not really no I don't I mean I think I would feel guilty if I was missing something you know yeah. like I think I would feel guilty if I missed the nativity or I missed sports yes. day I would feel guilty about those things but I don't feel guilty about go like going out and not coming home and seeing my friends and you know they they spend time with their with James or like my mum and dad or whatever I, I love that like I have really fond memories of going to stay with my grandparents when I was younger yeah and so I just sort of I just know I just don't I just don't feel guilty and to be honest I don't really miss them either I yep. just I just I don't know I think I just had, had to let go of all of that because otherwise you just never do anything um and, uh, and also yeah. just really, really remembering who you are without them. I think is, yeah. that is such an important message. And, mm. you know, for those of you listening that are, are struggling with that, it has taken us a long time. Remember, yeah, our has. kids are nearly seven and mm. it's taken, yeah, it's taken us a while to get to this place. But those identity struggles that we all go through where you literally just feel like a parent, that's all you feel like. Mm. I mean, I remember once and someone, I think I was probably having a therapy session and my therapist said to me, you know, can you have a look at your pie chart of life and can you tell me how it's divided up? And I said, well, half of it is being a parent and half of it is working. And I just remember bursting into tears and thinking, fuck, like there was nothing for me in there. There was no hobbies. There was no friends. There was no nights out. There was nothing that I loved doing away from them. It was literally just parenting and working, parenting and working. Mm. I felt like a robot. Um, and I really don't want to be that person. It's not good for them and it's not good for me. No. And it, the thing is, it's so easy to fall into that and not even realise that you've got into that. We've both done it over the years. Yeah. Like I can yeah. definitely think of times when I've gone, gone into sort of that phase, especially I think after having Gigi, like yeah. sort of getting into that where you feel the house is busier and you've got so much more going on and you just really let all of the stuff you want to do and you enjoy just slip away. And it's, and it's, it's gradual because sometimes it's just, um, you know, not going for the run in the morning or not going for your coffee yeah. after the school run because you're too busy. And then you realize that it's actually all those little things that make you, you, 
and make you happy. Um, and yeah, I'm really mindful now. And do you know what? I don't think I would be if we didn't have this podcast. <laughs> I no. think if we didn't have this podcast and I didn't have that like check in all the time to think about what am I doing, then I probably wouldn't. I, my pie chart would be work and, and kids and that would be it. Um, so I think I just think it's such an important thing to keep reminding ourselves of and talking about because um, it's so easy to slip like to get into. Yeah. And having having discussions with your mates about the lack of identity mm. is also is also really therapeutic, you know, because I guarantee that they will also either be going through it or have gone through it at some point yes. in their parenting journey. Um, and, and actually from everybody sending in their questions today, you are not alone. Um, this Definitely is the first one not. from Zoe. When did you two feel back to yourselves? I've got a two-year-old and I'm still stuck in a rut. I don't mm. know about you, but I find it really hard to pinpoint like when there was no like moment where I felt back to myself I mean I don't think I am this I'm definitely not the same person I was pre-kids I mean definitely not I think I'm I actually prefer my life and myself now to pre-kids probably I'm probably less selfish and like I'm more empathetic like there's you know there's lots of positives but I don't it's difficult and I go through phases do you like where you feel like yourself again for a bit and then you kind of lose yourself a little bit so I don't know about timelines but I know what I've I've put in place to make me feel like myself and it is really like having to let go of the guilt of on Saturday night I'm going out and I'm seeing my friends and I'm putting it in the diary and I've put all the childcare in place and I know that it's happening and just sticking with it and not looking for excuses to get out of those things because I think that's the other thing as well when it feels like it's too much hassle to do the things you want to do you think oh I just won't do it then it's just it's it's almost yeah just putting those things in place that you love doing however big or however small and sticking to them yes like they are non-negotiables your me, exercise is one of I've them done it exercise. yeah I mean exercise yeah and I, I, it's not every day it's maybe like three or four times a week but I, it's a non-negotiable like I run with one of the mums from school and actually I should have messaged her back because I said to her yesterday run this morning and she put oh no I've got too much on and I wanted to go back to say even more reason to do it yeah. Like, because it's twen- like 25 to 30 minutes. That's all it is. Yeah. And we both say how much of a better mindset it puts us in. We get a coffee yeah, on the way back. how much you feel walk. like you again. It's just brilliant. And so yeah. I have those non-negotiables now that I just know I just can't not do it. Like, I just can't not. It's, it's, it's got to happen. Mm. Um, and even if I can't get out and exercise, it's I'll go and treat myself to a coffee from Gales in five minutes just, just, just to enjoy it. Like, it's just those little things. What, like, yeah. what would you say for you? Can you think of a moment when you started feeling like yourself? Yeah, I think I can, actually. And I think it was about 10 weeks after Kit was born. And I remember, so bearing in mind, I'd been a mum for two years at this point, because they had two under two, didn't I? Yes. So about, about two years at this point. And I remember with Luna, when I, when she was little, I, and in fact, jogging backwards slightly, but Georgia and I are working on something really exciting. And I was writing yesterday. And I remember writing down a story where I had spent the first 61 days of Luna's life not leaving her. I literally hadn't left her side. I'd put her to bed every night. I'd bathed her. I'd, you know, it was just me and her, me and her and Doz, obviously, and Eileen, but I hadn't been away from her. And I found it really, really difficult to separate myself from my baby. I suddenly, I was Mm. getting really, really like caught up in this, like we're one thing. And, you know, it was, I, 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 
I was happy to do it and I was doing it and I, but I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel to be away from her. Yeah. So it became quite a lot as the months went on The months went on. I was like, every time I was leaving her to go to work, I was crying my eyes out in the car traveling down to London. And it was just, it was, it, it didn't feel like that's how it should feel. If that makes sense. Mm. With Kit, I got on a plane and went to Mykonos for SJ's 40th. And I remember Kit was 10 weeks old. I'd left him with my mom and sister and Luna was there and they had this love. And I remember thinking, fuck. Yes, I feel like me. And it happened a lot quicker. It happened 10 weeks postpartum, mm. but it was an internal feeling of like, I deserve to have a life away from my kids. Yeah. And actually, once I started saying that, it didn't mean I loved them any less. It didn't mean I didn't want to be a mum any less. It didn't mean that, you know, they weren't my absolute all, but it also meant that I wasn't completely forgetting who I was and that I was a person not on my own. Yeah. And I, I love still, that. I, I love, and I say that to myself mm. a lot, actually. And that's why I don't feel guilty any longer. Yeah. And you know what? I think as well, like you're, you know, you said that you spent the first 61 days with Luna by her side. And I think it is like, it's those times that can just keep going and going and going and going and going. And it's almost, it becomes a bigger deal the longer yeah. you leave it. And I'm not saying like at two days old, you need to go out and whatever. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it's like baby steps. It's like, I remember just my mum being in Cheltenham with us and walking to the shop. And going to buy like milk probably and walking yep. back by myself yep. when Axel was really little. And it, I think it's just those little things that you end up not doing. And then it just feels like a, a huge thing to leave them at all. I always say that to people, like literally just grab 10 minutes. Yep. Like if you're breastfeeding, whatever's going on, you can grab 10 minutes. You can you can walk outside, walk outside of the house. Because yeah. otherwise then it doesn't feel so scary. Yeah, take a breath, look up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not look down Literally. at your baby. Look up. <laughs> um, this is good. Anonymous. Um, I want to find a hobby after three years of having kids. I want to find a hobby. hobby. Oh, I love a good hobby. So for me, hobbies are something that you do so much of when you're a kid. You think about how many clubs our kids are in. You know, know, they're doing everything from Lego club to computing to multi-sports, tennis, whatever. And then suddenly you become a grown-up and you're like, mm, I don't know what I like any longer. And especially when you become a parent, it's like your mm -hmm. wants and your needs, they just don't matter anymore. So I think yeah. hobbies are a really, really, really good way of um, figuring out who you are as this new person. Um, yeah. And so I would recommend having a little look online, look what's on in your area. Also, randomly... When I go to the Tesco's, when I go to the supermarket, they've got these boards and they've got things like pottery. Yes. You know, they, they people oh leave God, flyers they have, and stuff. They have language lessons, like yes. adult Spanish lessons. Yes. They have all of this stuff. So even yeah. if you, like, even if it's not sport, it's like something else. There is so, there are so many things to do. Yeah. Um, I think you have to think about what you really enjoy. And also, I really think if it's something that happens every week, every two weeks, whatever it is, it's like the thing you have to commit to. You've got, it, it's the best way to start isn't it like yep. literally like I mean James <laughs> he's just taken up paddle or paddle oh, paddle yeah that's how they print yeah yeah and he absolutely loves it he, yep. he he's never liked tennis he's never liked squash I don't know what made him go but he's almost like made a new little group of friends there yeah. and like it's just re it's really nice and I think it's been really really good for him so Yes, I'm all for hobbies. Hundred I mean, percent, do what it. My hobby is, but yeah, yeah. Do What's it, your hobby? Definitely. I your don't really have one. I don't hanging think. out with me and drinking champagne. Yeah, yes. oh, my hobby's not that healthy. I haven't got a healthy <laughs> hobby. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, but that's fine. Where should we go? 
We'll go to Julia. Feeling like an imposter when I try to be patient and understanding. Inside, I am angry, overstimulated. I always feel like I'm selfish when I want to take care of my needs. Oh, you're not. You're definitely, first off, you're definitely not selfish. Absolutely, definitely not selfish. And I always think this, if if your kids came to you, right, say you're, you know, you're a grandma and then your kids came to you and said, oh God, I just really feel like I just need to do something for myself. Would you say to them, well, that's very, that's so selfish. You wouldn't. No. You literally wouldn't say that to say that to them. So then why would you show them that? Do you know what I mean? Like you want them yeah. to grow up knowing that it's okay as a parent to do things for yourself. And actually just not yeah. even as a parent, just in general doing things for yourself, like looking yeah. after yourself. That is absolutely fine. So I think... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how how much, you know, I, I, you're really not selfish for wanting to do things for yourself. You have to do things for yourself. You can't look after other people if you're not happy in yourself. I know that feeling, though. I know that feeling of, of being a bit of an imposter because, you know, on outwardly, you're sort of smiling and going, it's okay, darling, mm. don't worry. And on the inside, you're thinking, oh, God, please. Why did you have yes. to just spill that fucking Rice Krispies all over the floor? Or why did you have to cut through my favorite curtain? Or why did you have to destroy my favorite lipstick by like rubbing it all over the mirror or the loo? Like I I, I know and I get that. And it's like smiling through the internal agony sometimes of yes. parenting. That is really difficult. And actually that kind of can chip away and can make you more angry actually. Because what you want to say is, oh, look, can you just, just leave me alone for a second? Can you just go away from me? But you know what, that's completely natural. And actually, I think it's okay to forwardly present in a certain way. But then um, internally, you need to be able to speak to somebody about the fact, you know what, I was actually really annoyed with the kids today. And I said X, Y, and Z, and I felt X, Mm. Y, and Z. And you need to be able to, yes, hold it in potentially when you're around the kids. But also, you can tell the kids that they're not a, they're not allowed to do that and that it's wrong when they do that yeah, and actually it's naughty when you do you can't yeah. you know we don't have to be the Stepford wives that smile through everything so and I think no. that can make us more angry um but yeah I, I understand that imposter syndrome definitely and I do think that those things go hand in hand like you're saying you feel like an imposter and you're patient you know and you're trying to be patient but really you're angry and overstimulated with having yeah. that feeling of guilt for doing anything for yourself because I think as soon as you start having that time for yourself and feeling like you're filling your own cup, it's way easier. Everything else feels easier, I think, personally. Like, I don't... agreed. If I'm not... Yeah, if I've not been like bogged down with all of those things with the kids all the time I've had some time for myself I'm way better placed to handle all those situations yeah we'll be right back after this short break ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? This is interesting. I'm 100% a different person post-motherhood. Tips on how to find myself, who I am, and who I want to be, please. Right. The first tip that I will give you for anybody listening that's struggling with identity issues is write down, and you know I'm all about writing down and I'm all about the columns, but if you put, you split split your page in two and then put all of the, the attributes, whether they were good or bad, the person that you were pre-kids, and then write down all of your attributes, good or bad, who you are post kids and have um, a compare and contrast about that person because I actually think there will be a lot of similarities the core similarities Mm. your morals your values who you are as a friend who you are as a partner who you are as a daughter that there'll be a lot of similarities so your actual pillars of how you see yourself will be the same yes you will have changed 100%. And actually in those early stages of motherhood, you feel in total flux. Like you look in the mirror, you don't recognize the person you are. Mm. You don't know how to have conversations outside of your baby. You know, you've lost, you, you lose touch with friends. You can't communicate with your partner. Like you don't know how to dress. It all is a bit of a tumble dryer, but actually your core is still the same. And actually in yeah. time, you start finding pieces of the old you back again and really great pieces of the new you. So I would suggest start doing that as an exercise. And then I would start yeah. really recognizing when you find happiness in your new life. That's what so I was going to say. What makes yeah, you happy exactly. now? What, what, like, what, like Georgia said, what fills your cup up? What really makes you happy? And write mm-hmm. those ones down as well so that they're there in front of you. Yeah, because I also think like, People keep, you know, people always say, oh, I used to love doing this. I used to love doing that. But you don't have to always like doing the same things. Do you know what I mean? So if just because before kids you loved going out to, I don't know, I don't know, let's just give it, you loved going out dancing until six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. If you don't enjoy that post kids, it's not a bad thing. Like you don't have to go back to that. You can like evolve into someone new. And I think it's like Zoe said, it's really important to actually take note of what you are enjoying doing, like you actually enjoying doing in your core and not just think you have to go back and do all the things you yeah. used to do. Yeah. You can do new things. You can be a whole new person if you want to. That's the, that is the best thing about being yourself you're the only person who can be you so yeah yeah, I think just yeah listen to what you really love doing and do more of it when you can and also remember that that ebbs and flows as well I mean I I remember I've spoken about this on the podcast before but um desperately trying to cling on to my old life and really Mm -hmm. grieving the fact that I didn't feel like the same person and by by the time baby number two came around my friends were like do you know what you were so desperate to kind of you know do all those things that you you used to do that you forgot what you liked doing now as yeah. as you, and you almost were fighting against that and the minute the yeah. acceptance comes in actually okay I might not be able to go out clubbing till six o'clock in the morning all the time but the times when I do do it I love it more than ever yeah exactly <laughs> that's what myself, I mean. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, I've got one here I've got an abroad Hindu um, post two children feel so lost about what to wear and how to act and how to, I love that I love how that how to act that's my favourite bit do Go you know what wild. I'm going on an abroad Hindu as well where um, where are you going I am going to Bodrum on an abroad Hindu oh, in, in August Turkey. yeah in August 
Um, and I feel the same. I don't know what, what, what to wear or how to act. <laughs> right, do you want my top tip? Yeah, go for top it. Top tip on what to wear is plan, plan, plan. Yeah. Okay? And this is my favourite part, almost my favourite part of going away is actually like planning my outfits because I'm I'm obviously married to Doz and he's like, no, you're not allowed to check in any luggage. And I'm like, oh, fuck so I've got to do oh, it all no. in I know I've got to do it all in like a you know a small take on, carry on. suitcase yeah. carry on so I like to plan my outfits before I like to screenshot things that pe- other people are wearing I like to mm. have a little look you know in the evenings so I'll have a little look on H&M or River Island or Oasis whatever it is and kind of pull bits together and then uh, so that I know that exactly what I'm going to wear from night to night and I have a few options for the days and then it's not you know used I used to pack like two weeks for two nights and it was just mm. so stressful it's too much too I was going to say so it's really I really agree with the pre-planning yeah. thing because when I've been on holidays especially since having the kids and not really like yeah. planned anything and I've just sort of left my stuff to the last minute and just shoved it all in I've really not enjoyed what I've packed and I've sort yeah. of thought oh god what is all of this just like take your time like look and see what you've already got what like what bits do you need like what bits do you need to add and just take time like just just start now start looking now (laughs) rather than rushing because there's nothing worse than just rushing buying a load of stuff and then you don't feel comfortable in it and you don't like it um but how to act I mean act however you want to act (laughs) I think (laughs) like however you want to act just I mean there's no rules is that like no there's no rules because you've got two children it doesn't mean yeah you you could just be yourself right I I would I would say this and I can't believe I'm saying this I wouldn't get too shit faced on the first (laughs) night (laughs) just because you don't want to ruin the next day because you know what the hangover jitters are horrible and then they might make you feel a bit emotional about being away from the kids so like go for it and have a great night but maybe don't you know end up with your head over a a, a bowl somewhere like that would be my top advice but saying that you know there are no rules you can do exactly what you want when you want you can you know you can sleep in you can eat whatever you want you don't have to make food for anybody else and my favorite thing to do when I'm away on my own is find a spot whether it's a rooftop or a balcony or somewhere where it's just me and I just take some breaths and look up just and be. remember who I am yeah. and just be and I know it sounds yeah. cheesy but it really is one of my favorite things to do when I'm solo yeah and do you know agree? what as well this is very sensible too and you don't have to take my advice at all but I always think you know the day before you come back do something like relaxing because I think sometimes when you come back from a Hindu totally frazzled and or like any sort of trip totally frazzled and then you have to go straight back into parenting you almost sort of think oh my god that wasn't worth it that was horrendous oh, oh god I'm never doing that again I feel so yeah. bad whereas if you've taken like even just like the, the night before you come home you don't necessarily go as big or you have treat yourself to a massage or something you can't normally do before you come home, you feel a little slightly recharged, maybe? Yeah. It depends. It depends who you're on the Hindu with as well. Like it, the Hindu I'm going on in the summer, it's it's 50-50. Half of us have got kids, half of us haven't. Do you know what I mean? So the ones yeah. who've got kids will be like the day before we're going home, let's like do something relaxing. Yeah, love that. Good advice, love it, G. Though. I just want to read a couple of these out because I just love okay. I just miss being lazy. No Netflix binging. <laughs> oh, George. <laughs> I know, I feel the same. Remember those afternoons that we used to spend? 
just sitting, oh, like no. watching. You know, just you could just watch down. six episodes if you wanted, just eating crap. Can I? Do you know what? This is a confession. This is so weird. But the other day, it was this weekend. Um, we sat on the sofa. And we realised, me and James, that we hadn't watched, and when I say watched anything, I mean anything, anything at all on the TV for eight weeks. Wow. What? Eight weeks. What about in the evening? We hadn't, no, no, because I've been working or he's had something on or we've been out or like there's just been so much. We we haven't switched the TV on like at all for eight weeks. So well, what about, I do you have a TV in your bedroom? Feel you? No, it's a rule. No. Oh, that's a bad rule. That one. I know. When we move, we probably will. To be honest, we probably will. We'll go back on it. But it's always been one of our things. But so I feel you, Anna. Yeah. I also miss being lazy. I don't even know what that feels like anymore. Oh. I know. So, I'm yeah. sending you a virtual hug. I know. But also, you know, you can get babysitting for, or like, you can take like. Say, for instance, you've got, I don't know, grandparents or something who would have your kids overnight. You don't have to just book those things, like book that childcare in when you've got an event to go to. You could literally book that in and be like, we just need a reset. We just need a lazy day. Mm. That's sometimes the biggest treat. So true. But then my heart just wants to go out and get absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> well, no, well, it's a choice. It's, it's a, a choice. choice. It's a choice. It's a um, choice. This makes me sad. I don't know who I am anymore and it's hard. George? Yeah, someone else has put, I think my anxiety is worse because I feel untethered, not sure where I fit my needs in. I think this is a common theme, isn't it, where people just don't know where they can fit it in. And I think yeah. it can feel overwhelming when it, it almost feels like an extra pressure sometimes. Like yeah. you've got to do something for you. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And I felt like that for a long time. It almost annoyed me, like knowing that I needed to do things for myself and I yeah. couldn't fit it in. And then I think as soon as you do, you realize there really is no going back. Like it, it, it's just one of those things like ripping the plaster off, like just just thinking even no matter how small it is like 15 minute walk whatever it is just do it It really makes a difference I can't I can't like stress it stress it more do you know what you feel the same don't you Zoe like we've been there we've absolutely been there where we feel like jittery and we feel like we can't keep living our lives in this hamster wheel so I totally totally get that get that do you know what as well I think I spent such a long time being so reactive to everybody else as well like as in Mm. you know it was all about what the kids and what Dozer needed and I was so worried about you know putting myself even first for a nanosecond because I didn't want them to think that I wasn't always available to them 24 hours a day seven days a week and now I'm a bit like do you know what that's just not my job all the time and mm. so I'm just not even, even if I get the looks or the whinges or the moans from all of them, I just ignore it and just go, right, see you later. Like I look at the way that Doz operates sometimes and every morning he's up and out the house and he goes to the gym and, you know, and the other day I just got it in first and was like, I'm going to, the, I'm training at seven o'clock, I'm on the bike. And he was just like, uh, and I just thought he wasn't, he was supportive of it, but he didn't expect mm. it from me. Yeah. And actually, it's not always our job to just be the dog's body and just be there all no, the time. I wanted to I wanted to talk about this because there's two, just quickly on the, on the last note, and I really do relate to this. I just wish that I saw me when I looked in the mirror. I know I shouldn't, but I hate my mum bod. That's from Rachel. And then also just somebody getting older with the monkey emojis. How do you feel about getting older? Um, I know how I should feel, but I don't feel like it all the time. So yeah. I... 
a lot of me feels like I I'm happy to I'm happy with getting older like there's I feel way more confident in myself I feel way more, like I am happier probably than I was um there are so many positives to getting older but I have to say I'm not like I'm definitely not okay with like the way it looks I'm really not like I'm not people say oh you know wrinkles of this and like I, I still don't like it definitely no. not I know I should like it I think maybe that's like a the, the first shift isn't it but mm. uh, and I just it's, it's almost difficult to say it as well sometimes that you hate yeah. the way like you hate the way you're aging and you hate aging because you know it's a privilege and you know that you should love it and all of that kind of stuff but the reality is most of us don't and most of us are fighting it. Well said. Yeah. You and me both, George. I think it's a podcast for another time because i got so much to say on ageing. It is. Let's do it. Let's do products. Things that you're loving. George, do you want to kick yeah. us off? Yeah. Um, this is actually not something that I'm personally loving, but I thought that it kind of tied in quite nicely to the topic today. Um, and it's... I guess it's for anybody who is getting back on the dating scene and they don't really know um, like who they are now that they've got kids and how to date and all of this kind of stuff. It came from a conversation actually I had at the weekend with somebody um, who is back on the dating scene like not sort of not by choice I guess and it's a there's a dating coach or company called Kindling Dating and so basically they're not a dating agency or anything like that but they help you before you enter the world of dating and navigating the world of dating finding out like what who you actually want who you are like all of that kind of stuff and I just think okay that could be really difficult, you know, if you're catapulted into that world, like, without any sort of, I guess, just... I mean, if I was put in the dating world now, I'd think, shit, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, yeah. who, who am I looking at? What, what is going on? So I just thought that was a really useful tool for anybody who might find themselves in that situation. I love that. So, seamlessly, from a dating coach, for all of you thinking about leaving your partners to a steamer that I've just bought on Amazon from Philips. I absolutely love a steamer. And um, to be honest with you, I don't ever use an iron because I think what's, it's just do takes too long. Sometimes I steam sheets once they're on the bed. Yeah, that is I don't a even have an ironing board anymore. Oh, right, yeah. fine. So you're the yeah. same as me. Um, so we'll put a link I'm on it. absolutely the same. But it's absolutely, it's genius. You just put, obviously, I don't need to tell you how to work a steamer, but we'll, we'll, we'll link it because it's revolutionised my life. I had one from the past that was like 25 quid. And to be honest with you, it was a bit, it was a bit crap. This is a little bit more expensive and it is delicious. <laughs> Love it. Um, those who follow us on Instagram will know that I have been trying the heatless curlers. The, he- the heatless curlers. Oh, yeah. um, I've been trying them for maybe about a month now and I've definitely had like you know there's some definite do's and don'ts with them I would say especially with if you've got like coarser hair for sure but I feel like I've got it sus now and oh my god the time that it will save is unbelievable so you can buy them on Amazon for under 10 pounds you literally put them in I think on sort of 80% 80% dry hair before you go to bed and wake up in the morning and it literally looks like you've tonged your hair like it's wow. amazing but there are definitely 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 some tips that you need to follow so you don't end up in like a frizzy mess which I have done many times so I will pop a reel up or something on Instagram just with all of those little tips that I've picked up okay um, but yeah I absolutely love 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 them okay amazing love that and I'm going to talk about um, uh, vitamin C called Ultrient C 
and it's liposomal so it basically goes straight into the body um, you can get it on Amazon so you literally just tear the sachet over you get 30 sachets in a pot and it's like a thousand milligrams of it and it doesn't because sometimes when I take um, chewable vitamin C I get an upset stomach with the orange and um, I, 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 as you can hear at the moment I'm in desperate need of added vitamins after Ibiza um, so yeah I just wanted to share it because I don't think anybody knows about it. I haven't really heard that many people talking about this brand but they are amazing no, sounds really yeah. good really, yeah really good so there you go uh, thank you so much for sending in all of your questions today uh, as always like you guys make this podcast and we love hearing from you and it makes us feel better too and just remember like we're all in it together so keep dropping us we DMs on Instagram absolutely. we're here for you um, as always we'd love you to rate review and if you could subscribe to the podcast and give it a follow as well that'd be amazing yeah and if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in these Friday Q&As then please do drop us a message on Instagram we're on at made by mummers and we We'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production, and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hold up. 